0: What are we going to do as a church?
1: Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel
2: of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved
1: from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God.
2: Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People, stop and think about it. The hell really And it does. I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you
3: at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn?
1: This is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn, and I'm here with my partner, Rory.
0: Good night, everyone. How are we doing today? Happy New Year.
1: Yes, Happy New Year. And the year is starting out great. Um The Lord is blessing us in different ways. And, you know, I just want to tell you people out there, you know, you can reach us on don'tletthemburn.com. You can reach us on YouTube and, uh, you could, you could also check out our blog talk. We're doing more recorded programs now, but pre-recorded, I mean. And we just want you to check it out and share and support us on Patreon if you can. Um, or just show, support us with a share or a like, however you, you deem. And uh, if you want to check out a t-shirt, you can, uh, or a mug from teespring.com and check out our previous videos. We did some talks at the Valley of Fire about fatherlessness and tech and stuff like that. So if you're interested, you'll still check those out and share if you like the content. And tonight, well, before I go into tonight, Rory, I know you have something to say.
0: Yes, just a lot of things on the horizon that's coming at us. and um, We need to be prepared spiritually, first of all. We need to know the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that's number one. We also need to uh, be ready to do what the Lord has for us to do for such a time as this. Um, but before we go into that, Chris, Let's have a word of prayer, Lord God, I just come to you tonight, or oh, we just come to you tonight, oh Lord God, giving you all the honor the great the, the praise and the glory, oh Lord God, and Lord God, we are asking you to take full control of the things that we are going to be discussing tonight, Lord, and they're here not to show our own intellect or whatever it is that we have learned or anything else, but to speak about the one who comes who can save, truly save a man from destruction, man, woman, child, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord God, we thank you. Take full control of what we'll discuss tonight, and may it set the captive free, those who are enslaved mentally, spiritually, emotionally, may they be broken free and come to know the Lord Jesus Christ intimately
1: for themselves. In Christ's name, and Amen. Amen, amen. And tonight we have sort of a special program. We're going to bring in some issues about tech and some other issues as we go along. And tonight we have our guest, Dr. Michael Spalding, and he's from Soaring Eagle Radio, GCN Network. And um, I think we're going to have a very interesting conversation. So as we bring in our guest, hey, Mike, how you doing?
4: Hey, Chris, Roy, God bless you guys, and thank you for uh, having me on the show, I've been anticipating being on and excited about it. So I know the Lord's going to bless and, uh, and 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 really speak to some people uh, today about things that are going on. You know, a lot of folks have questions about things, and, and that's uh, one of the things I appreciate about you guys. You give them information that they can use right there where they're living and, and answer a lot of questions for them. So kudos to you guys, and thanks for everything that you do.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you, all in the Lord and what He has blessed us with. uh, You know, some, you know, the funny thing is, I didn't want to be on radio or any anywhere speaking in any any public arena, and neither (laughs) did Rory. (laughs) You know, (laughs) and here we are. That's
4: exactly why He's using you guys because you weren't (laughs) looking for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, love that. Yeah, Yeah, so um excited to have you on and let's just jump into it here we we are in uh some strange times but yet some to me or in, at, and i think to rory and you some glorious times because everything is leading up to the coming of the lord and it's just Amen. it's like the heartbeat Amen. is just getting heavier and heavier the the mm-hmm. pulse the birth pangs and everything and it's you know We have the the technocracy, we have the uh, Luciferian, we have all sorts of things, pedophilia, all these things converging at one time. But not all of us are in tune to the whole picture. So I guess tonight we could start off with the tech and um, what's coming around the corner. And I guess I'll let you start off.
4: Yeah, technology. Uh, and, and, and you mentioned a keyword word, technocracy, technocracy. That is, that's something that folks, um, I'm sure you've talked about it, uh, uh, you guys on your show, but if, uh, if folks happen to be listening to us today and uh, that's the first time that you have heard that term, technocracy, uh, then I would encourage you to do some research. Do some research on technocracy, what it is, what are the goals of the technocrats, And I think that, uh, no, I don't think I know that if they'll study this, they'll see it all over the place Uh, in American corporate business. uh, They'll see it right there in their own communities in the way that their city councils are acting and the things that – the laws that are being passed at the at the uh, local community level, even the state level, certainly the federal uh, government. Technocracy and technology is a huge thing, and I, I appreciate the link that you guys sent me uh, for a video that I did uh, I did watch, and I've got to tell you something. I watched that, and I thought, well, there you have it. The interesting thing about. Uh, the luciferians and and that's who they are that's who we're talking about all of these people because the bottom line guys and and you already know this i'm saying this for your listeners but the bottom line is that that all of these types of uh, efforts like technocracy they are all being raised up in these end times to come against and to oppose the living god I believe that the Luciferians know that their time is growing short, and I think they're pulling out all the stops. I think all of the headline things that have just come into focus since uh, uh, President Trump has been in office, think about uh, Pizzagate, Pedogate, all of the the human trafficking uh, headlines that are coming out, what's going on, guys, in my opinion is that the Luciferians are pulling out all the stops, and and I've said this for years, when when evil and evildoers become so arrogant, when they believe that they've won the day, that nothing, no one can stop them, that they don't care if anybody knows it or not, they'll just pull back the curtain and let everybody see what's going on because they think they can't be stopped. And boy. That is the definition of arrogance. Evil becomes very arrogant. And I think that's an indicator that we're headed towards the end times and the Lord Jesus is, is soon to return. And so this, this video that we were uh, watching and discussing just a little bit had to do with, uh, well, really it's technology. It's technology. And uh, as it relates to banking now, if you want to talk about something or a subject guys that uh, has tentacles like like an octopus that just stretches everywhere and strangles the life out of everything then it would be banking but what's happening is in, in my view is that the banks the bank stirs, as many of Uh, of us refer to them because they really are gangsters it really is organized criminal activity uh, is what is happening with banks but they're they're developing uh, software they're developing uh, methods to track and trace and make it virtually impossible for anyone to be able to buy or sell unless they're plugged into the system now what does that remind you guys of when I say that?
1: <laughs> that goes right into Revelation thirteen to me.
4: Yes, it does. Yes, yeah. it absolutely does. And uh, so, so anyway, this this video. Are you going to put a link out there, Chris, so folks can know what we're talking about? Oh yeah, definitely. Video? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. because they really need to see this. It, it, it was laughable. With <laughs> of course um, nobody believes. Uh, well, very few people believe much of what the government says especially our, our so-called quote unquote intelligence organizations yeah but this 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 video was talking about the CIA the FBI coming together working together along with Microsoft to develop technology that's going to be available within the next 24 mm-hmm. months that will make passwords uh, basically useless you won't need passwords yeah and so as you think as you think that through guys what does that mean well that means that everybody is going to have a unique identifier that they're somebody I say they somebody is going to be able to trace and track that to mm-hmm. the very device that you're you won't need to log into anything. Because they're already gonna know who you are now that should send shivers up and down the spines of everybody that's listening to think about the implications of that don't you think
1: oh yeah and and the funny thing is this is not just the video we're talking about is not just people like you know us just talking this was an official disclosure from the yes. CIA um yes. by, by the, his name was Frank ab Mcnail the the guy that yes. the movie um Catch me if you can is based on uh, yes. and so, and the technology we're talking about is true persona. Yes. And, yes. Yes. and, and it's um, headed out of Arizona. So just in case anybody out there thinks, oh, we're talking crazy. No, this was an official disclosure.
5: I'll just make a final comment to you. Uh, having to deal with cyber now, I like to write about crimes in the future. Uh, so I always used to write to my class about what will we investigate five years from now? What will an agent be doing five years from now? And unfortunately... Um, There's good news and there's bad news. First of all, the good news, we will be doing away with passwords in the next 24 months. Passwords will leave the world. There will be no more passwords. There is a new technology called TruSona. That's T-R-U-S-O-N-A, stands for Persona. It is a company in Scottsdale, Arizona, that created a technology for the CIA, which we have used now for the last few years. That technology, uh, and I was an advisor on that technology for the CIA. So I'm an advisor on bringing it to the commercial world. But it was the ability for an agent to send data back from the field, such as Afghanistan, on their iPhone, and that Langley would know 100% that is the agent on the other end, to 100% identify the person on the other end of the device. That's a level four security. So the, they basically said, what if we brought this to level two security? And we did away with passwords. So immediately when they announced that, Microsoft gave them $10 million and said, I'm in. Develop it. So Microsoft is going to use it on all their gaming, all their access to their computers, etc. We now have the ability to identify who the person is on the other end of that uh, device. And when you go to their website at TruSona, they actually show you how it's done. So they do you demo videos there that are three or four minutes long that show you how it's done. And that's great. Passports are stag- uh, passwords are stagnant. They should have been gone a long time ago. It's why we have most of the problems that we have today. So it is very important that we get rid of passwords. And just in case you didn't know, if we take a bank like a Bank of America, they spend about $6 million a month in their call center resetting passwords. Cost them $6 million a month. So that would save that bank $100 million a year to eliminate the use of passwords. So that's the good part of it. And I think that will eventually do away with Social Security numbers. You'll still have a number assigned to you for the government purpose. But when I go buy a car or I go to the doctor, I don't have to give them a number, because they already know who I am through my device. So I won't have to provide a Social Security number. So I think that's a good part. But I do believe that cyber, up until this point in time, has been used for financial crimes or gathering data and information, which is of value. What's going to happen is we're going to see cyber very quickly now turn very black.
4: Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only that, guys, here here is something else that that concerned. I'm I'm sorry, Roy, did you want to jump in there?
0: Yeah, I wanted to say that um, this, like what you just said a while ago, it's not about banking or safety it's about being able to track every yes. living person wherever they are yes. um, on the face of the earth and yes i agree totally it is being sold as a way that no one will be able to steal your identity yes but goes far deeper than that and we will talk
1: about that a little bit more oh, yeah, i want to jump certainly. in for, for one second here uh, people need to realize this was This is already in use within the private sector, and it's a level four security, but they dropped it down to a level two to where the public can get it now. And so we're talking about your phones, your computers, your cars, name the device, because they will know 100% that it's you on the other end so i have a funny feeling that it's also connected to some sort of biometric device go ahead
0: uh, yeah. Chris, I, be- I beg to differ i would go even further and say it has it's going to it's going to change the way everything is done um just the same way today you have your cell phone that when you walk into a supermarket you'll see on your supermarket the ads come up for the supermarket it's going to be able to track your every living moment of every
4: day for the rest of your life.
6: Yeah. I yes. agree.
4: Everything that we interact with.
1: Yeah. Yes.
4: Yes. Yeah. It's the it's 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 uh wow. <laughs> <laughs> it it is it is everywhere you want to go everywhere you're going to go. Mm -hmm. There is never going to be a waking or sleeping moment that you're not being tracked. So we have the ability, as you know, uh, to
5: basically shut someone's pacemaker off, but we have to be within 35 feet of them. We test these devices at Quantico all the time. So as long as I walk up within 35 feet of you, I take control of any bodily device you have on you. So if I want to assassinate you, I want to speed it up, take it down. I can do that. But I believe that in five years, you'll be able to do that from 5,000 miles away. We have the ability now that we test that we can chase a car down the interstate. We've got to get up within 35 feet of the vehicle. We take over the vehicle. We shut the motor off. We lock the person in the car. We lock the power window so they can't open them. We can turn on their airbag. Again, five years from now, you'd be able to do that 5,000 miles away. So yes, our electrical grid used as a terrorist tool, the ability to shut down an entire system, shut down an entire banking system, uh, those are all the things that unfortunately we'll be dealing with in the next four or five uh, years as cyber starts to make that turn to the very black side of uh, cyber, not just about stealing money, information, and data. And uh, so that's why we're going to have to work extra hard to make sure that we go back to protect our electrical grid. I always remind people, we have the technology to prevent most of these problems. But if you don't use it, then it's worthless. And we tend to develop a lot of things. Now, I just want to make this emphasis to you. We develop a lot of things without following them through. So one thing I've done in the government over the last several years, if the government's going to buy a technology, they send me to the technology company and say, try to defeat that. I just simply go there and see their technology as one CEO says he plays chess with you. You tell him you did this, this, and this, and then he tells you we have a weakness right here because I would come in and do this. So they build a wall up, and then he says, no, I would still get in here until he says he can't do it any longer. Then we know we have a good technology. But very rarely is, and I did that with Trusona when we did it for the purpose of the CIA, but today... Uh, you, and it tells you on the website that I advised on that project and why, how it became down to commercial use. But today what we have is we develop things. So we say to you, here's a device you put in your kitchen, and then you can talk to it and tell you ask what the weather is, what's on TV tonight, um, all of that. that. I could easily reverse that and listen to everything you say in your house. There are so many weaknesses in your home. Your security cameras or access points, your remote control on your TV, your Samsung television, your refrigerator that tells you how much uh, milk is in it. My thing is I really don't need my refrigerator to talk to my toaster. They've gotten along for a long time without ever having a <laughs> conversation. But what happens is we develop something. We get real excited about, we, I get this to the marketplace. And sure enough, we never look at the negative side. All I try to say to a technology company, yeah, this is great. Now, can you take a little time to just say, how would someone use this technology in a negative, self-serving way, so that we build the block to that before we ever give it to the public to use it, uh, we'd, we'd save a lot of problems.
4: Guys, here's one of the issues as I was thinking through this thing. There There is going to be a supercomputer or several supercomputers linked together that form a database that this monstrosity of a surveillance program uh, is going to be housed. Now, who's going to control that database that really governs everything that we do? And and when I say everything, I'm talking everything, folks. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Your your car that you drive is now uh, run by computer chips. The technology is already present. In fact, it's already rolled out into some models. You don't even need to steer anymore. It will drive for you. If if you're falling asleep and start veering off the road, it's going to auto correct for you. It will brake for you. Mm-hmm. It will park itself for you. Is it so outlandish to believe that someone would be able to control the computers in automobiles remotely, wirelessly, through satellite link-ups or some other type of technology that they can take you where you don't want to go. They can lock that car down and keep you in it. People think that, well, we live in America, the land of the free and the brave, that can never happen here. Well, I can tell you something, I'm old enough to remember 25, 30 years ago. I never thought then I'd ever see the day that things are happening on a daily basis right now before our very eyes. Never in a million years Mm -hmm. would I have thought that. So somebody's the point is that somebody's going to have to control the database that houses the software and all of this information. And here's the thing. Whoever manages that database also has the ability to lock you out of every device that you have, be it be it your phone, your computer, your vehicles, anything that uses technology, they would be able to isolate you and and really make you a prisoner to them. Now, that's a scary thing, don't you think?
1: Oh, yeah. And here's, here's another part of that, what you just said here. Now, all of us walk around with our cell phones daily and we can't yes. even go to the bathroom without it
4: <laughs> you know yeah you're right <laughs> and so
1: these things this this technology will track like like are we saying everywhere and 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 here it is right um we're talking about the 5G network that's coming that will create this infrastructure and 2 years from now 24 months that's 2020 agenda 2030 10 years uh you know yes. 10 years from that so, this is all going towards a plan that most people aren't aware of, you know?
0: Yes. Also, um, he also said about the, he talked about the computers that are collecting the information. That's already in place. We have right. that information yes. that's already being collected across the nation. And it's a fusion centers that are doing that mm-hmm. um, throughout the nation now. It's not run by the federal government per se it's under the umbrella of homeland security so all that needs to happen is the information that they have need to come under the new system that's coming and that's you, you saw in the demonstration that was given how simple it is so once you see that information um Or you feed that information, you you take the information that you already collected on the individual, websites, um, places that has gone, Facebook, Facebook pictures, posts, um, Instagram, the whole shebang. And you upload it or you put that particular signature of that person um, to that information that you already have collected. You have a lot of information. And I was told by a soldier once, he says, listen. All you have to do is stand back as a soldier and you look and observe and you see what's going on over a period of time. And this is what's happening to us. All of the raw data has been collected or it's being collected on a daily basis. Right. It has not been deciphered down to where it needs to be, but, um, it's, that's very easy.
1: I got, I that, got a couple yeah. more. Yeah things to add to what you're saying there. <clears throat> now, remember, Obama gave our internet over to the United Nations, right? That's a major component that we have to remember right there. So, uh, you, you know, when all of this, the big one world movement goes down and it is complete, there has to be a central control. Now, another aspect that we cannot, cannot, cannot forget is artificial intelligence. Microsoft facebook google you name it so many of them out there are being developed and some of them are now creating books creating artwork dreaming you name it they're doing it okay the the only thing now is are these things self-aware that that's that's the bigger issue so with artificial intelligence now let's go from that to what we call m's e-m anybody listening please look this up it's where you have a digital copy of yourself online.
2: Second, we're going to need to scan individual human brains and fine spatial and chemical detail to see exactly what cells are where, connected of what, or what type. And third, we're going to need computer models of how each kind of brain cell works, taking input signals, changing internal state, and sending output signals. If we have good enough models of all the kinds of brain cells and a good enough model of a brain, we can put it together to make a good enough model of an entire brain, and that model would have the same input-output behavior as the original. So, if you talk to it, it might talk back. If you ask it to do things, it might do them. And if we could do that, everything would change. People have been talking about this idea for decades, under the name of uploads, I'm going to call them Ms. When they talk about it, they say, is this even possible? If you made one, would it be conscious, or is it just an empty machine? If you made one of me, is that me or someone else? These are all fascinating questions that I'm going to ignore. (laughs) Because I see a neglected question. What would actually happen? I became obsessed with this question. I spent four years trying to analyze, using standard academic tools to guess what would happen. And I'm here to tell you what I found. But be warned, I'm not offering inspiration, I'm offering analysis. I see my job as telling you what's most likely to happen if we did the least to avoid it. If you aren't at least a bit disturbed by something I tell you here, you're just not paying attention. (laughs) Okay, the first thing I can tell you is that M spend most of their life in virtual reality. This is what you might look like if you were using virtual reality and this is what you might see. Sunlight glinting off of water, you might hear gulls flying above, you might even feel the wind on their cheeks, or smell seawater with advanced hardware. Now, if you were to spend a lot of time here, you might want a dashboard, where you could do things like make a phone call, move to a new virtual world, check your bank account. Now, while this is what you would look like in virtual reality, this is what an M would look like when virtual reality. It's computer hardware sitting in a server rack somewhere. But still, it could see and experience the same thing. But some things are different for M's. First, while you'll probably always notice that virtual reality isn't entirely real, to an M it can feel as real to them as this room feels to you now, or as anything ever feels. And M's also have some more action possibilities. For example, your mind just always runs at the same speed, but an M can add more or less computer hardware to run faster or slower. and. Therefore, if the world around them seems to be going too fast, they can just speed up their mind and the world around them will seem to slow down. In addition, an M can make a copy of itself at that moment.
1: If any of you out there have seen the newest uh, version of the, the, the TV series called Black Mirror, there's, a, there's something in there. They don't call it M's, but there's something in there that mimics that same idea. So it's already being pushed out to the public. This is a part of this. Because think about how many websites, social spaces that you're on, um, selling products, um, having conversations with people. How many of your Facebook friends have possibly died and you don't even know it, but possibly are still communicating with people? How many times have you interacted with something on the net that is not a physical person, but you're having a conversation with it? I just wanted to add that. Little piece of the puzzle right there. Go ahead.
4: Well, oh, that's a very interesting uh, idea, uh, and I'm sure that it happens uh, a lot, and folks are, are not even aware of that. One of the issues that this this technology and and the and the idea of technocracy as a as a system of control raises for folks, guys, is uh, the, the the whole area of of free speech. Yeah. What What we're seeing right before our eyes what's being developed is a method of control whereby only approved information is going to be permitted to be communicated now let me let me put that in 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 layman's terms and give you some examples how many of your friends or how many times you've been on twitter i'm i'm very active on twitter much more active on twitter than i am on facebook but I see uh, almost every day Mm -hmm. either somebody's tweets have been removed or they've been suspended, the accounts has been suspended because they tweeted something that uh, allegedly was against Twitter's policy. We see the same thing happening on Facebook, and I know that it happens on other social media as well. So the point that I'm raising here is once they get this in place and it's rolled out, and, and interestingly enough, guys, Roy Chris
6: mm-hmm.
4: Americans willingly use this software this technology and they think it's the greatest thing going they willingly Absolutely. Yeah they, they willingly do this and they don't understand that they're walking right into a prison they're, they're they're enslaving themselves with this technology which is by the way the goal and the aim of the technocrats that's exactly What they want and i think it was uh aldous huxley 70 80 years ago now said the goal of technocracy is to enslave people but do it in such a way that they love it
1: yeah 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 (laughs) you know how many times i've I've told people facebook is not a website it's a database it's an application that's, yes. you know, and they look at me that's with right. the, like you know, like that that deer in the in the headlight thing. Like what <laughs> you know? Yes, it's yes. like that's right. You're, you, I mean, I'm on Facebook, but I don't share any private information. You know, yes. Um I just you know share the gospel, share some Christian videos, and and some of our stuff, but I leave it at that. I don't let people know when I'm going out or where I've been right. or all these other right. you know or what time and you know whatever right. But yes, people yeah. just—they just give information and give information and give information. And I've talked—I've talked to law enforcement in Miami, and they say they love it. That's how they catch a lot of people, you know. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. we're talking about I, I, the, the thought police and regular yeah, municipalities.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I was. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I watched uh, an, a video of one of the founders of Facebook. Uh, he was an Indian man and he was just sharing information about Facebook. And He said, I don't use that garbage. Yeah. This is a thing that the friend helped to invent. He said, I don't use that garbage.
6: And and I don't
0: kids. allow my kids to use that. And he cursed. Yeah. Uh, wow. And I looked at it and I said, Wow, this guy has gotten billions of dollars from Facebook. Um, he was one of the founders. He had a huge impact, and there it, it's being spread worldwide. And he said, the last time I posted something on it was over five years ago. I don't give any information. I told my kids, stay away from it.
6: Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. If, you have a,
0: if you have a gentleman that went in and helped to create this and is not using it and bars his kids, his wife, everybody in his household from using it what does that say? What is it? Why? why And and I know I have friends. Let me tell you every waking moment it, they're putting stuff on there. And here's the other thing. This is what it does to the mind. It affects the mind also because it gives, um, he was talking about the dopamine and how it pleasures the people and really and truly they have these followers or friends. They don't necessarily have friends. That's not a true friend. And people have lost the connections that they have, had. they have had because they're thinking the amount of followers or the likes that they have, those are their true friends. And it's not. It is, right. right.
6: It hey,
1: yeah. You know, the funny thing is that that's, that's just one of the founders of Facebook that came out. It was another one that came out. Can't remember his name right now, but anyone can find it online. Um, where he said th- what they did was build a psychological profile on what people would like and do and share, and it was made to depress you. You're supposed to be depressed when you get on Facebook because you see other people wow. living their lives and you don't have that, and but you're addicted to it. You want to share wow. things so people can like what you like or give you mm-hmm. some sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know when when you're looking for that approval. You know, if you yeah. don't get the like, then you get depressed. press.
5: Yeah. That stark warning from one of the founders of Facebook,
2: the site's first president, Sean Parker, is now admitting that Facebook was designed to be addictive, and he's now worried about what that means for our children's brains. ABC's Ariel Reschep is here with the story.
3: Good morning, Ariel. Good morning to you, George. Anyone who uses social media might admit it can be hard to tear yourself away. Now the former head of Facebook says that's exactly what the founders intended. And like the site he helped create this morning, he has our attention. He's the billionaire brainiac who helped launch Facebook, otherwise known as the guy Justin Timberlake played in the social network.
0: Drop the the, just Facebook.
3: But now, former Facebook president Sean Parker is sounding the alarm about the potentially addictive nature of social media.
2: Like, what is that doing to people's brain?
3: Speaking at an Axios event Wednesday, Parker, not- who worked with Mark Zuckerberg to develop Facebook with a bombshell claim, saying the site was intentionally built to hook you.
2: That thought process was all about how do we consume as much of your time and conscious attention as possible. It's a social validation feedback
4: loop because you're exploiting a vulnerability in in human psychology.
3: The 38-year-old mogul admits he, along with other pioneers of social media, knew what they were doing.
4: We understood this consciously and we did it anyway.
3: Facebook estimates it's more than two billion users spend about 50 minutes per day on its apps, including Instagram and Messenger.
4: It literally changes your relationship with society,
3: with each other. While the medical community has yet to classify social media as addictive, like alcohol or gambling, one recent study found that participants who appeared to use social media most compulsively showed changes in the part of the brain that controls impulse.
1: Yes, wow. And so that's, <laughs> and, it, it's built for mind control. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. And you know what, while we were talking about this, and, you know, we didn't probably expect to go here, but, you know, then it goes right back to Scripture. What, you know, the way the enemy yeah. comes out, three ways, lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride yeah. of life, three ways. Yeah. And it's done, yeah. things like Facebook, and, uh, you know, yeah, and the people are taking snapshots of themselves, doing something in a restaurant, and truly that's not their real person. That's a, a millisecond in time, and the, the meal looks good, and the
4: person seems to be having a great time, but that's not the truth.
6: Right, so, right, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, this today, and, and just mulling it over and chewing on it, and then, and so Roy, I'm glad that you said, well, it takes us right back to the scripture, because <laughs> I'm wondering if you would allow me to do that, right now, because one of the things that I uh, thought about today is, you know, technocracy is designed uh, to be our master. That's that's the mindset of the technocrats. They are the experts in all of the fields, and they'll tell us what is best for us. That's, that's the mindset of the technocrats. Technocracy is all about control. And so as I thought about technology and all the gadgets and gizmos and, and really interesting things that we're able to do with and, and through technology, and this thought came to me and I know it's from the Holy Spirit, but this thought, the thought the thought was this guys, technology has become our master. Technology has become our master. And you mentioned something, Chris, hmm. uh, a few moments ago. People many people have a hard time putting that phone down it never leaves their hand Mm
6: -hmm. they may
4: not be staring at it at at, you know every moment but it's in their hand constantly and every 15 20 30 seconds they're checking it because something else might have been posted and i don't want to miss anything And i thought this is the epitome of mind control Mm -hmm. technology has become our master and so the holy spirit impressed upon me yeah You know, in the scriptures there, in 1 Samuel, chapter 8, when the nation of Israel was clamoring for a king, we must have a king. and That was an affront to God, because God was their king. And I I wonder if I could just read uh, some verses out of 1 Samuel 8, and and then make some comments, and then point out a couple of things. Would that be all right? Yeah, sure thing. Okay. So, 1 Samuel. Chapter 8, and I just want to read um, the first 10 verses, and then I want to show you the warning. I want to show you what I saw in the scriptures today. So 1 Samuel, chapter 8, starting at verse 1, it says, And it came about when Samuel was old, that he appointed his sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second, Abijah. They were judging in Beersheba. His sons, however, did not walk in his ways, but turned aside after dishonest gain and took bribes and perverted justice. Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. And they said to him, Behold, you have grown old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint a king for us to judge us like all the nations. But the thing was displeasing in the sight of Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed to the Lord. The Lord said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you. For they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. Like all the deeds which they have done since the day I brought them up from Egypt, even to this day, in that they have forsaken me and served other gods. So they are doing to you also. Now then, listen to their voice. However, you shall solemnly warn them and tell them of the procedure of the king who will reign over them. So Samuel spoke all the words of the Lord to the people who had asked of him a king. Now, here's the point. And, and, and this is what I want our listeners to grasp, Chris and Roy. And this, this is in the next Well, down through verse 18. I'm just going to point this out quickly because I want to have some conversation with you guys about this. So here's the warning. Here's Samuel's warning to the people that the Lord gave him to give to them. And I think this bears on what technocracy is doing to us as a people, as a nation, and as a world. It isn't just limited to the United States. But but, but see if you don't see some pretty clear connections here. Verse 11, so this is Samuel talking to the people. He said, this will be the procedure of the king who will rule over you. He will take your sons and place them for himself and his chariots and among his horsemen, and they will run before his chariots. That's verse 11. So in other words, Chris and Roy, technocracy and the technocrats, they're going to make fodder for war. of your children that's the military industrial complex right before our eyes verse 12 he will appoint for himself commanders of thousands and of fifties and some to do his plowing to reap his harvest and to make his weapons of war and equipment for his chariots verse 12. he's going to make the military industrialized machine to do his bidding and he's going to corporatize your farmlands He's going to rob you of your inheritance. He's going to take away everything that is yours by birthright because you've rejected your God. Then we go to verse 13. Verse 13 says this. He will also take your daughters for perfumers and cooks and bakers. So your daughters are going to serve his tastes, his desires, his likes. Sounds a lot like human trafficking to me. Mm-hmm. Verse 14, he will take the best of your fields and your vineyards and your olive groves, and he will give them to his servants. So he's going to create a, a, a crony caste system where he's going to create haves and have-nots. That's what the technocrats have in store for us. Look at verse 15. He will take a tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give to his officers and to his servants. So he's going to rob the nation of its wealth under legalized theft that's called usury it's called the centralized banking system and the banksters are robbing america blind verse 16 distribution of funds too A <laughs> redistribution of wealth yes exactly right right redistribution of wealth in verse 16 i'll finish this up verse 16 samuel says to the people you will He will also take your male servants and your female servants and your best young men and your donkeys and use them for his work. In other words, technocracy and technology is taking America's brightest and they will serve the beast that you desire to rule over you. You're serving him and you don't even know it. Verse 17. He will take a tenth of your flocks and you yourselves will become his servants. So he's going to take your possessions, and you're going to serve him. So now it's getting even worse. And finally, verse 18, then you will cry out in that day because of your king, whom you have chosen for yourselves, but the Lord will not answer you in that day. In other words, folks, Mm. when people wake up and realize what they've done, that you've received the mark of the beast, you've sold your birthright, You've entered into demonic slavery. God says it's going to be too late for you. Now, there's there's yeah. the warning brothers. Yeah. There's the warning.
1: Yep. That's a, that's a stark parallel to what's going on right now. Um, yes. And what's to come of course because you know you tell people and you tell people and you tell people and they don't listen and they don't right. listen. I mean we're all sowing a seed but we don't know how many people we talk to or broadcast to that are actually going to listen and apply or listen and come to Christ. And yeah. it's, just, it's just a sad thing to know that there's one day that somebody's going to take something that's going to enslave them or bind them to Satan, yes. and they have no way yes. out.
0: Yes. I, I, I want to say something here too. I think what you read was powerful. God's word never comes back for Why did this happen? What was the cause? The cause were the pastors, the people who are the believers, weren't doing what they were supposed to do. And then this created the problem. Yes. If we are doing what we're supposed to do, the mandate that we've been given in Matthew 28, go preach, teach, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy
4: Spirit, we wouldn't have this problem. Amen. Yeah. You, yep, you know you're absolutely right
1: and you know, going back to um the control uh that the tech has over us uh, um, you know judges twenty one twenty five where it says in those days, Israel had no king, all the people yes. did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. now yes. this technology that we have what 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 have we seen we've seen people do things you've never think possible. To- In public from suicides on video to um uh torturing people to you name it it's been done yeah and it's the same concept here where everyone is doing what's right in their own eyes yes and it's very disturbing because it's an era of no absolutes do what you want more relativism you can't tell me what to do and don't judge me. I saw a video yeah. yesterday of a church that was uh, basically playing hip-hop music within the sanctuary, and they were dancing, step-dancing down the aisle, which is ushering in the, the, the God. That's where it comes from. But anyway, um, they're playing this music, and I'm I, I'm listening to it, and it doesn't glorify God whatsoever. I'm like, wow. And this? Yeah. Is what you're doing in the house of the Lord? Well, at least what you call the house of the Lord. You know, yeah. Everyone yeah. is doing what's right in their own eyes. Go ahead, Roy.
0: Perverting worship. They're perverting the worship of the Lord Jesus Christ, or they're perverting the worship of God. And and we see this reoccurring. We see this throughout history. Whenever the people of Israel did not do what God called them to do, yes. then of land was torn apart into the northern and southern kingdom they still did not follow It it was in total annihilation or it was obliterated and these are the things these should serve us as guideposts or as roadmaps we as men should do what we are called to do as fathers number one so that people will come to know who Jesus Christ is not only in our homes but in our workplaces in our place of business wherever it is that we go we have to honor and glorify His name, because if we don't, what happens is what you just
4: um, read. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right, Roy. That and, and Chris, the context for that, of course, in in uh, First First Samuel, there it, it talks about. When the judges were alive and they and they ruled in the land, they judged righteously and fairly, then the people prospered. They pointed them to the Lord. But when the judges died, they passed from the scene in that interim period before another judge was, was raised up, and the people went about their ways. They did everything that was right in their own eyes, as, as you said, Chris. Yeah. And, so, and, and, and so the people, when they don't have a godly man to lead them, when they do not have a godly shepherd, but when there is no uh, spiritually filled pastor to lead them in what is true, authentic, uh, spirit-filled worship, then they're going to invent things on their own. And uh, to your point, Chris, uh, they're going to bring in demonic music into the into the house of god and they're going to begin to to believe that that is acceptable worship and they don't even know that god's already rode over the door of that place ichabod because the spirit of god is not there
1: right yeah an interesting thing happened um, when the song happy was out and this is a song by pharrell for people that don't know um, there was a pastor that was singing this song in his pulpit, and he dropped dead. Oh, my. He dropped dead. That's all I have to say.
6: <laughs> Go ahead, Lori.
0: Wow. No, you know, um, what we're talking about here is, is is it's so true. And we, as believers, we look at uh, churches today, and when we see the garbage that's coming out of churches, we ourselves are in shock because it does not line up with the Word of God. Um, There's so many things, and I'm I'm gonna tell you something. I was with a pastor recently, and he went to Africa, and he started, he was training 200 pastors there in Africa, and some of the pastors cried when they heard the Word of God and said that what they were teaching was basically rubbish for all these years, and they repented and said they're going back to their churches to teach the Word of God. It is critical because, remember now, the enemy comes in, and he seems like an angel of light. And this is what we need to go back to in this country. Stop preaching the prosperity gospel. Stop preaching all these other gospels that are from the kingdom of the the cult, or from the kingdom of God. Amen. Free word of God
4: solely. Yes. yes, Hallelujah, indeed. Indeed. Amen. Right, indeed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you know, guys, I'm teaching through uh, the Gospel of Mark on on Sunday mornings, and and we're going to be in uh, uh, chapter six uh, this week. But I'll bet you in in all of the teachings, uh, all of the sermons leading up to to this Sunday in chapter six. I've probably went back and pointed out a a single verse uh, in the gospel to remind people to stay the course. Keep your eyes focused on the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not be distracted by false gospels.
6: Mm -hmm.
4: And I always point them to Mark chapter 1 and verse 15. And this is what it says. The time, and these are the words of Jesus, guys. Mm -hmm. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of god is at hand repent and believe in the gospel mm. chris and roy yeah that is our mission to tell Amen. people to repent and believe in the gospel of the son of god our yes. lord and messiah jesus christ that is mm. our mission we don't have to invent anything else we don't have to try to be clever We don't even have to try to be persuasive, guys. I mean, everybody likes an eloquent speaker as much as anyone else, but that's not the point. Nobody has ever gotten saved because of a persuasive, eloquent speaker. If you are saved, brother, sister listening to this, and even if you're not, you will only be, by the power and the conviction of the Holy Spirit in your life, you will be broken and you will mourn over your sin. And you will repent of that you will confess it and you will receive christ as your savior and you will ask him to lead you in a brand new life as a disciple that's what it means to be born again brothers amen amen i, mean, I want to add one more thing chris go before ahead. we go on go ahead you you, you um you you
0: answered the scripture from uh, mark um it says the same thing in jude and this is i'm reading Jude. Uh, verse three, beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, the common salvation doesn't change; it's the same salvation. Amen. It was in needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints.
6: So Amen.
0: this we have been given. It's you know we need to fight and hold on to that faith. Yes. If you were, if you go back to First John, 1, first um, John, I think is one. It says, you know, we're talking about what we have seen with our eyes, what we have touched with our hands, what we what we have experienced. This is yes. this is the, this is what we're talking about, and this is the truth. You know, yes. um, and this is, it's critical that people come to the understanding that. This Jesus Christ we're talking about that can, can save your soul from destruction, the disciples gave witness. Not only did they see, not only did they touch, not not only did they experience. They're telling you, hey, we lived it. We saw it. Yes. This, yes. this was an experience that we had. We didn't hear it from someone else. We saw it. We touched. We experienced this is the gospel that we're sharing with everybody
1: mm-hmm. right, yeah. well, you know it's, it's uh, interesting that you bring that up because uh, on our channel we've been getting attacked by people saying oh there's no evidence whatsoever in history or archaeology and blah, 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 about that any character in the bible ever existed i'm like what you <laughs> obviously don't know what you're talking about jesus christ yeah. you could prove that jesus christ existed more than anyone on the planet including us there's more evidence and in archaeology they're finding all sorts of stuff validating the bible even this week sorry people don't listen to these naysayers these people are blind blind by satan And a lot of them are coming out of the New Age and all sorts of other um, Egyptology, and they're just all over the place. They're on Facebook and all, they're everywhere. Stop listening to these people. Get back to the cross of Jesus Christ.
4: Amen amen brother
1: oh man <laughs> that's
4: exactly right yeah but that's our mission it, it hasn't changed has it
1: no it and certainly hasn't and um we can
4: talk about a lot of interesting things can't we i mean we, we talk about technocracy and technology listen mm-hmm. folks say well but you're a christian well why are you spending time listen we are to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves we are to know what's going on in our world We're to see with spiritual eyes and discern with the Holy Spirit the dangers that people are in today. And we are to warn them. That's what watchmen do. They are to be upon the walls, on the ramparts, and when they see the enemy approaching, they are to blow that trumpet and say, there he is. That's what we are to do. Chris, you do it. Roy, you do it. I do it. There are many other faithful servants that are doing it. But that mission doesn't change.
6: Right.
1: Yeah. And, and and especially, you know, just going full circle here with all this technocracy and uh, you know, Luciferians and all this uh, all these issues. Somebody's pressing yeah. a button somewhere. Somebody's pressing a button. Rory. Yeah. Are you pressing a button? I hear tweet tweet. Tweet tweet. <laughs> Rory, is that you? I think Rory's on mute. <laughs> oh, it looks like he got cut off. He looks he got oh, cut okay. off. Okay, let me okay, um okay. let me yeah. see here. Okay, he's calling but let me let me let me add him to the bring call him,
4: bringing him back on yeah here's the other thing while you're bringing uh, uh roy back on chris here's the other thing people say well what's what's a big deal why are you talking about technocracy and 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 why why would you spend a whole show and then tying it back into the script listen that's the whole point that the bible is full of prophetic words Of encouragement but also warning we're told that in the last days before christ's return that certain things are going to fall into place and folks you need to understand something there is not a government on the face of the earth that is not going to fall victim to technocracy technology is going to enslave the entire world that's why in the book of Revelation, we can talk about a one-world government, a one-world religion, a one-world economy, because technology, the tool of the technocrats, is going to tie us, bind us, enslave all of us together. Yeah. That's the whole point of this conversation.
6: Yeah.
1: And, and you know, and in, in those times, people, you, you, you don't want to be there. You know, we could argue That's about exact- rapture all day, but... I believe that's going to be a preacher rapture you don't want to be caught in those times you don't want to be uh, I mean we, we listen it's going to be a time that you can't even imagine because it's going to be the worst time ever
4: yes and, 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 and let me add on that Chris let me build on top of that folks if, if, you, if you have a particular eschatology that might be different from from Chris's or mine or, or Roy's that's fine But he, but here's the deal whether we go through that tribulation period or not you don't want to do it without jesus you yeah. better Amen. have true you better have christ
1: true true and you know uh, when you when you mention a lot of these scary things and they, they are scary i mean i have been there's stuff i could mention right now to make people shake okay that that are dealing with the same aspect of tech but yes I, the, the thing i get is can i move to africa can I move to this? Can I move to there? It's gonna encompass yeah. the whole world. Yes. yes. And and the yes. things that are coming, you cannot fathom because you're not living in it. Do you know yeah. that cannibalism will be on the rise? That's yes. why zombie Amen. movies and That's zombie right. TV shows are so famous yes. now. Yeah. And and we're not yeah. it doesn't have to be some old pagan society off in the jungle somewhere. It'll be in right. your neighborhood.
4: Yes. Right. So well. Uh, <laughs>
0: I've seen that too, Chris in, and Roy. In, in Hollywood, some of the, um, the actors uh, have some—not actors. There's one in particular that came out and talked about drinking blood and doing yes. things of that um, nature. Yeah,
4: that's the that's so thing that that's about is management. not far. Yeah,
0: exactly, it's not far fetched, yeah. and it's that's not coming right. from a third world country. It's gonna—it's coming from right here. It's coming out of Hollywood, or it's coming out of. Yes. That
4: dark pit that um, Satan manages over. Yes, yeah. And it involves uh, many, many wealthy, billionaire-type people. It involves politicians. It involves government officials. It involves people that are famous, Mm. uh, not just in America, but worldwide. They are participating. Listen, there's a reason why all of these folks seem to march to the same drumbeat. And i got to tell you, you know it's not the drumbeat of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know they're not marching by the direction and under the anointing and the empowering of the Holy Spirit. They're empowered yeah. by a spirit, all right. right. It's not the Holy Spirit, and they're all yeah. marching to the same drumbeat. Yeah. it's 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 a consistent uh, uh, front that they're putting on. And yeah. uh, to, to to your point, Roy, this 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 blood sacrifice was that's as old as uh, really the world that's as old as mankind there was blood sacrifice going on back in 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 noah's day yeah Um, and it's and it's not stopped
1: Mm -hmm. and you know another interesting uh thing i want to bring up real quick is the the virtual reality and going back to the same tech we're talking about now because remember microsoft is putting millions and millions of dollars into this tech yes right yeah and and they said specifically they're going to put it into their gaming systems and everything else that comes along with that so this vr and everything and we're talking about demons and stuff and people don't realize that these are spiritual beings that can interact with technology
4: yes that's a good
1: point (laughs) you know and you, you, you go into Psychology these virtual places, right, where they're promoting pornography, they're promoting all sorts of stuff, horror, things that can open doors, yes. and people will be enslaved to this soon, if not already. Go ahead.
0: Yes. Right. Yeah, um, I think um, technology is actually the gateway. I think technology, like we were saying before, uh, gives man... Uh, uh, a power. He 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 feels he has a power to do do more than he has ever done before. So um, yeah. this is what it does. It empowers people. It, for instance, um, when you talk to young young people, some young people um, I teach, and when it, when I talk to them, they have this sense that they know everything. Um, mm-hmm. I can find anything I need to find. I my tip, it's uh, my fingertip. You know, but um, technology itself is very dangerous and very powerful. And like you said, I think, and this is just me now, I think technology. W- w- uh, when Jesus goes to uh, on his return, when he comes back, it's going to be man, but he be using the technology to fight against Christ, which it will It won't work. Yes, yeah, you're right. I, I I really believe that because of where it's going, it's it's actually idol worship, you know. Because you see people, um, they're getting the, the dopamine from um, um, interacting and how it it affects the brain and it affects the mind.
6: see people uh, who want to play games, right, right,
1: right, Rory, right, right, right. Roy, you got to fix your audio. You got to... Let me let me connect the call again while we continue. All right, I'm a, I'm ahead. Okay. Yeah. Hello.
4: Yeah, I think Roy's on to something there, um, Chris. And yeah. That, uh, that he was making was was spot on, and it's it's the same point that I was making and, and led us to First Samuel eight is that technology is going to become the master. It's already the master of many, but it's going to become the master of all. I think that the Antichrist and and his uh, is, is certain the beast, they're going to use technology and, th- and think about this. Mm-hmm. They're going to use what is familiar to people. They're going to use what is comfortable with people. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. going to bring a mass deception and, and I think that gets into the whole virtual reality, gaming, AI, you name it. Yeah. This whole genre, this whole context and really, it's just a false reality. That's what Facebook is. You made that point earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that the the Antichrist is going to use all this for his benefit, and people people place their trust in technology when they really, really shouldn't do that.
1: Right? And, you know, and I want to just make a point on that context right there. Um, people out there, if you don't know, there are apps where people go and date but they don't date humans. They date an AI and the same AI, they're falling in love with it. Multiple people, just like the movie her. And they're carrying on relationships with this AI, carrying carrying it to parks, to to dates on in in, um, diners and wherever. And of course they do some lewd things with it too. So we're just giving ourselves over to this thing because we have we don't well not we because i have the lord in my heart and you do too and the people out there or have that void they need jesus but they reject it or they haven't even been given the gospel yet because so many people are just sleeping at the wheel you know yeah yeah so yeah yeah, yeah, you're absolutely
4: right yeah you're absolutely right well, can I uh, can I share the gospel with folks before we we get out of here?
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
4: Okay, folks, if you're listening to this, you've never placed your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It, it, it is no mystery. It is not a secret. God has not veiled or intentionally disguised what it means to be a son or a daughter of His by faith. The Bible is clear about this. That God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that whoever would place their faith in Him would inherit eternal life. Now think about that. Eternal life with God the Father, the creator of all that there is. Now, the problem is that man sinned and that sin then was brought into the human experience such that every child born to our original parents adam and eve carried in them that curse or that sin nature and that has polluted the entire world some people ask well how's come god lets this happen and how's come god won't stop this or or the other thing and my response is always the same listen god didn't do that you did that out of your own evil heart people sin and they sin against other people they're up to including taking other people's lives it happens all the time but you know what god sent his son the promised redeemer even Amen. from genesis 3 15 the the proto-evangelium the first gospel proclamation in the garden adam eve and then the Nakash, the serpent himself who deceived adam and eve he presented the gospel and he said you shall bruise his heel, but he shall crush your head i will send a redeemer who will reconcile you to me and so jesus came that was the purpose and the point the only perfect spotless lamb of god came lived a sinless life fulfilled the law completely when we could not do that and took upon himself on calvary's cross our due penalty and some say well what was that penalty well the penalty of sin the bible says is death the penalty of sin is death but christ died that death on our behalf and the bible says that he did that that we might receive the free gift of god which is salvation salvation is free folks it is free god offers it to everyone who will by faith trust in christ's finished work on calvary's cross the blood that he shed cleanses us from our sin simply by placing our faith in christ for the forgiveness of our sins we receive god's mercy we come under god's grace we're removed out from under god's wrath there is no longer condemnation for those who are in christ jesus and one day christ is coming again but folks listen If you've never placed your faith in Christ, when Christ comes again the second time, he's not coming with an offer of salvation. He's coming as a judge. He's Mm -hmm. coming in on the white horse, and he's coming to defeat the enemies that have raised themselves up, that are controlling this present age. Christ is coming, and he will defeat his enemies, and he will set all things right. Don't you want that in your life? If you're out there today and you've never placed your faith in Christ, I invite you to do that right now. And listen, I'm not going to give you a prescribed prayer. If you're under the conviction of the Holy Spirit, you already know what you need to say. So cry out to the Lord and ask him to save you right there where you're at. Ask him to save you, and he will. That's a guaranteed promise. The Lord will save all who come to him in faith and ask for forgiveness. He will do that right now where you're at. So pray. Father, forgive me, for I'm a sinner, but I understand that now. I understand I'm separated from you, but I want to receive Christ into my life. I want to live my life for Christ and under the power and the guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit. Pray it right now, and God will do that. God bless those of you who have done that. I'm sure that Chris and Roy would love to hear from you if you've done that, and they'll give you an email address where you can communicate with them. God bless you
1: amen amen I like what jesus said hey you must be born again you know um but before we go um can you p- tell people how to reach your program
4: sure yeah well thank you for that uh chris and roy i really appreciate being on with you and uh my my radio podcast show is soaring eagle radio and you can find that at soaringeagleradio.com soaringeagleradio.com um, mm-hmm. and all the shows are out there and hey there's even one out there with chris and Roy. so gotta to listen
1: to that cause <laughs> that's a good show <laughs> oh yeah check it out people check it out and don't forget if you add a salvation uh, tonight and you want to reach us you can reach us through our website don't let you can reach us through our facebook through our twitter um and just send us a note and let us know or, you know we'll communicate with you um Roy, any last words
0: yes i, I just want to say it was just beautiful uh, being able to talk to you uh, being able to share and I see that God is using you mightily keep doing the work of God let's keep moving forward and hold on to the faith amen.
4: amen
1: amen thank you man. Roy and thank you Chris it we gotta got do it again. for me. we have to do yes, it again sir. Yes. Uh, right. yes sir yes
4: sir okay. you send the invitation and I'll
1: be there all right all <laughs> right so all right good to have you and um good night
4: if you like our videos don't
1: forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to get all our frequent updates
0: What's in store for your business this week at Staples?
3: Doing business like a CEO while saving like a CFO. Staples has all the supplies you need to run your
2: business like a boss at prices that'll make your bookkeeper smile.
3: Now that is an achievement.
2: Everything from markers and pens to 2019 desk calendars.
3: And right now, a 12-pack of Sharpie markers and an 8-pack of Expo dry erase markers are only $4.99 each. At
2: Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. Ends 11919 $119.19 in store only.